0: Does everybody have the new document?
1: No, we do. I do. It's great. I do. It's
0: It's, uh, adequate. There's one thing that it's missing. All text creation document apps, probably 99.9 repeating percent of the time. You're not going to print this. Mm. So can we get rid of the little fake page lines? Would that be too much to ask, do you think?
2: Oh, the dividers.
0: Yeah, I don't find the value. I'm not printing this. I will never print this. No one will ever print any of this. Why do I need the stupid little line?
1: I know, especially when it's set up as it's set up as US custom whatever page size.
0: Oh yeah, I did. I did that on purpose just to just to fuck with you. I wanted it to be. I changed it to A4. I don't know
1: whether
2: it, that, that change is stuck. Um. Given that we're using pages now, though, Mm. would it actually be against the entire name and branding of the app if they were to remove the concept of pages?
0: Mm.
1: That's a good point. What would they call it then?
2: Infinite scroller? I don't know. Uh, It doesn't roll off the tongue. Just page. (laughs) Just page. It's just a page.
0: It's just a view option. One page. Yeah, that's all I need.
2: One page. Keeps going.
0: Do you know the other thing I've in, in using
1: Pages, the other thing I found highly annoying and I didn't realize how embedded it had become is the lack of markdown. Wow, trying to do any sort of formatting with a WYSIWYG stuff. Mm. Feel, <laughs> it's just so painful. I don't know why because it's still the same keyboard controls, but it's just something about it that doesn't – I just don't like it. It's a
0: word processor.
2: Have you sought help for this, Andrew? Are you feeling okay? Because, I mean, there are people with – issues out there things that need to be dealt with and then there's this which is a an order of magnitude worse than anything i've ever heard
1: well it's pretty
0: you're saying the markdown thing is worse right yes yeah okay i agree huh. all right i don't i i just love Fair.
1: markdown and i don't like the way it's sort of i'm just teasing i don't know maybe i'm in my own head i think
0: anywhere there's a little blinky cursor thing there should be markdown support
1: that's my platform oh, look, i can see where somebody's cursor is this little triangle
0: Who are we all the same color or a different color who's yellow How do you know?
1: How do you know? Yeah.
2: This is good podcasting to kick off.
0: Oh, Andrew's yellow.
1: Okay. Somebody's in photography corner. I don't know who. And uh,
0: Uh, I think.
1: There we go. Oh, hold on. This is great.
0: Martin is blue. Okay. Martin's blue. Andrew is yellow. And I don't know what I am because it doesn't show me myself. Orange. Am I?
2: (gasps) I don't know. I'm just making that up. Oh, you got me so excited. Are you in photography corner? Because I think that is orange. I am. Yeah. Yeah, you are actually. Yes.
1: Speaking of orange, can we, can, Jason, can you lead off the show with something uh, a bit Black Friday ish that we've been doing for our listeners?
0: Black Friday. Uh, yeah, I can. I actually, we recently worldwide celebrated, well, uh, celebrated is a strong word. Uh, there was this little thing called Black Friday that happens around this time, this year, every year, actually. So we decided, you know what? We like the idea of savings. We like people getting a little something special during the holidays. So what did we do? We did Yellow Friday, obviously, because we're not part of the standard or the status quo. We're all about the Yellow Friday here. So we said, everybody who is part of OnePrimePlus.com. It's in the long game. You know what? November fees? Don't worry about it. I'm kicking that right back to you, right back into your piggy bank. It's all yours. And you're just like, oh, man, what if, oh, but I didn't join yet. Shoot. what? Am I to do wait till next year? No, of course not. We got you covered. Join now at OnePrimePlus.com. And what happens? Boom, refunded immediately. And by immediately, I mean when I actually go do it, because it's a completely manual process. So it will not be immediate and or quick, (laughs) but it will happen. So go join OnePrimePlus.com now. Now. And get your fees back at some point. Little star next to that.
2: Well, what a month for two people to join as well. I'd like to acknowledge Pete M and Eli H. What a month to join.
0: Now part of OnePrimePlus.com in the Discord. Special new room has opened the door. The golden door. No, golden arches. Because no one's using that. The golden arches have opened. The orange arches. And you have been... Invited in. The little velvet cord has been pushed aside.
1: Come on in. The water's fine. I think our doors, when they open, I I hope they make the Star Trek noise. The sort of push,
0: push.
2: Hmm. I would like that.
0: Can I go crazy here for a second? Is that okay? Do you mind? Mm. I
2: think you are already, so just continue. Yeah.
0: Tell you what, it's now Yellow Friday all month of November and December. What the heck? You didn't run this past the finance committee. November and December. Join oneprimeplus.com. Fees returned for that month. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm just checking in with the shit.
2: Andrew just had a heart attack. He is now, you're actually hearing an AI version of him. We've had to replace him (laughs) him because he's on the floor (laughs) dead.
0: Do you know what though? Andrew, can I, it's okay though. Can I tell you why it's going to be okay? Okay, Talk me through this. (laughs) It's one month. You know what? You know, you know why one month doesn't matter? why it's in the long game Ooh,
1: man that just avoided a shareholder revolt we have shareholders
2: <laughs> three of them <laughs> I think we have one share and they're and it's his when is our annual general meeting andrew i was not aware of these shareholders oh it's um
1: it's just after eofi did i miss this
0: it's between eofi and performance reviews yeah
2: did i have a proxy or something what's going on here? <laughs> you can nominate a proxy <laughs> Absolutely. I don't recall nominating one. I would like to put forward a motion that Andrew is removed immediately from any business decisions, for I was not involved in the annual general meeting. Oh, man. It's an uprising.
1: (laughs) This is terrible. This is
2: the biggest controversy since which note-taking app we should use, for which I had zero care, (laughs) to be honest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was quite the escalation from don't care to getting ejected. (laughs)
2: Well, you know, it's about Man. an annual general meeting. Can we just settle this once and for all? Like yes. the number of times, and this is a bit of an insight behind the scenes for our listeners about the private Discord that we use to run the show. Mm. Mm. Martin just wants a Pages document. Martin just wants a dot text file. Martin is all of the animosity about note taking apps and budgeting decisions was coming from Western Australia. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Couldn't care less what rectangle we type notes into. Martin, you know how you know how you have like
1: a, I have like a little voodoo doll thing, right? And it's kind of like that's of me of you, and I, just, I feel like it's pins, right? I don't know. Somehow it's all your fault. I don't know if that 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 analogy holds up, but um.
2: Nah, not annoyed in the slightest. If the voodoo was attempted, it wasn't really working. It was uh, more amusement than anger.
0: (laughs) So the key takeaway is go to OnePrimePlus.com and sign up today.
2: That's what we were talking about. That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. I thought so. I figured that was all (laughs) I'm a little hung
2: up on performance
1: reviews because we did one of those a while ago, but we're probably well overdue for another one.
2: Yeah. Wasn't Jason the HR representative we put forward? Yeah. Do we have to performance review him for having not done this year's performance review? That would be a 360 review. Mm. Jeez,
1: it's getting out of control Yeah, Jason, if you could just submit your code An example of your code to us for assessment Will determine whether your performance has been adequate Uh, If we decide yes, you can stay If not, we'll send you an email And remove access to the Discord at midnight
2: Okay And as I'm uttering this sentence About how you've just been fired, Jason You are already rehired, so congratulations
0: Oh, (laughs) it's good to be here (laughs) <laughs> I really appreciate the opportunity And I, I promise I will uh, perform I, You should know though This is now Hemispheric Reviews Hardcore Oh, I'm out Goodbye
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> an adult's version? What is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the next topic That's what I'm hearing
2: Photography Corner
0: No, no I'm, I'm,
1: I'm elevating a topic I don't know how to move it in pages But I'm, gonna mo- <laughs> I'm moving it up <laughs>
2: Oh, I misread that. I thought Jason was going to tell us about his hardcore photography. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> wow.
0: Please elevate
2: I'm away. I'm going to
1: elevate very quickly. This won't take long because we've all been following the, mm. the shenanigans at social media. I just want to say I have exited from the Twitter platform. I put a final post up. Okay. You can see that at still at Twitter at Andrew Canyon because I haven't totally deactivated because I just don't want somebody else to take my name. Not because I want somebody else. I just... I feel like I'm just sticking it to them by not freeing up that namespace.
2: They're quivering as a result, no doubt. Go, Jason.
0: Can I ask a legitimate question? Yeah, sure. So you said you didn't fully de—I I, don't—I don't know what the Twitter situation is right. Well, I mean, I know what's happening, but I don't. What does it mean to not fully deactivate? Are there, are there different levels of deactivation, or or is this what's? What, what did you do? I guess is my question. All I
1: did is I deleted all the apps and logged out. Of the, of the site. So I'm okay. I'm not, I'm, but all my, my account still exists. If you deactivate, it takes away your site, uh, your, your your feed, and you have 30 days mm-hmm. to recover it. Otherwise, it's deleted and your name is then put back into the pool for other people to grab.
0: Okay, got it. So if you deactivate and then in 30 days do nothing, I could then go sign up and become yes. you. With no repercussions whatsoever.
1: Correct, yep.
0: That sounds nice. Okay.
1: So I'm instead I'm just letting them incur the storage price of some of my tweets. Most of the old stuff Good. I've deleted. I used the service to um, delete all my old stuff, so it's just recent. I left one farewell tweet, oh. and I'm gone, gone, gone. Congratulations. I have replaced it with Mastodon, and I just want to, I love Mastodon. It's opened me up to a whole new world of different people, and it's quite refreshing just to see a whole bunch of different, interesting people. Huh. It has a lot of the same benefits as Twitter, kind of like an interesting feed of conversation scrolling by that you can dip in and out of. But I think what I am enjoying is that it's not quite as performative. Performative? Performative. 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 You were right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, people are just sharing interesting things. They're putting comments on. It's a, it's a lot like the early days of Twitter when it wasn't get, being gamified. And so I, I'm enjoying it and I'm finding new people that I didn't know on Twitter. It's interesting. And just the technology platform is, is curious. I don't know. I just like it. Is that, is that enough? Can I just say I just like it? Haven't figured out quite why yet. It's not a test. Yeah. That's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Plus there's NBL uh, polls that I can vote on. Don't tell Nick because oh, no. I feel like I'm messing up the results. I just picked the team that I think has the best name.
1: Well, that's probably the biggest downside is there is no effective MBL community on Mastodon. The crossover between... Because you haven't built it yet. Step up. Well, the crossover between basketball people and slightly more confusing tech platforms is not strong. So...
0: I would like to just stop you and say that it is literally no more difficult than Twitter. It's 100% the same.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: There is this weird online narrative of like, oh my God, it's so difficult. Like you have to go write Perl code in a fricking terminal or something. Like, no, you type in a name that you want and you're done. It's so easy. Don't get hung up on, oh, which instance do I join? Like, oh, they've got, what, it doesn't they've matter. got rules. It's like, oh, really? It doesn't matter. Get on there if you want. Don't get on there if you don't want. Yeah. Easy.
2: I want to say something about Mastodon just quickly because I've been Please. using it more as well. Mm -hmm. since, you know, we had Adam on, we discussed omg.lol, his instance Uh there. It's been good fun following more people. I think what I've been enjoying about it, even though I had tried it before, now that you are seeing more people shift there, you're actually able to kind of find and follow people who you know. I had less of a positive experience with it when I started that first time because it was a bit of a desert, Mm. at least of people I knew. So that's a good thing. But for all of the Positivity in this similar kind of function to Twitter. One thing that I've realised in using Mastodon fresh again, while still on Twitter, the thing that's kind of annoyed me for the longest time, and I never really thought about it when coming when it comes to using these platforms, is the reply situation. Now you know Gluon for Micro.blog by a good friend Vincent Ritter. Yes, how he has that function in the Micro.blog Gluon app where you can hide replies in the feed. Yes. Yes. Do you use a feature like that on micro.blog, for example? I do not. I do not. I keep replies. See, I I love having replies hidden on that because you see the source or the original idea of each person you follow, and then you can go into replies. When it comes to Twitter or even micro.blog without that feature, and by extension Mastodon, this kind of fragmentation in the way that we think or bits and pieces of... Information lacking context. It's so nice to see things on a network like micro.blog with replies hidden where you can see those original ideas. Mastodon, and now using this fresh, I'm going through and I'm like, that's boosted. I don't know what that is. Uh, someone's replied to that, but I have no idea what they're talking about. Who, who is that? What is this? And so to me, it's like I'm enjoying Mastodon, but at the same time, I'm seeing all these bits and pieces of things that I didn't really want to see and it's just mess that I don't like. So If anyone knows a feature or an app out there for Mastodon that copies that micro.blog Gluon functionality, I'd love to know about it. The web app does. The web app lets you hide boosts and replies. Okay, well, that's a good thing. That might be the way to go, but...
0: Independently, you can pick one or both uh, to hide
2: in the timeline. Well, hopefully other people have learned in listening to this mini rant, Mm. uh, if that annoys them, how to turn it off. Because in using Mastodon, it's reinforced my love for glue-on for micro.blog in its cleanness. I,
0: yeah, well, and and no, absolutely. I, I totally get that. I think for I've, I'm have i less of a completionist these days. So sometimes I, I actually cheat and I use the replies as because I missed the original thing. So I'll be like, oh, right. that's interesting. But I yeah, I could see that. But it is I know it's doable on the website or the web uh, app. I would imagine it's probably doable in the apps as well. People just need to actually put that functionality into the into the um, clients, but...
2: Uh, I just find it reduces your scrolling because you go, oh, yeah, here are all the people yeah, I totally. follow and what they've actually said. And then that's it, rather than what am I looking at? Well,
1: thanks for the hot tip because I've just made that change in, in glue on. And uh, there we go. So it's a lovely feature. There you go. Looking forward to that. So yeah, that is, that is probably the other point. Yes, Martin, I want to pick that up and I want to make it very clear. If you're not liking Twitter and you think, oh, well, we have to go to Mastodon because that's the immediate equivalent. No, check out Micro.blog. Because it is amazing, and in many ways it is better. It probably doesn't have that same um, power of um, like the, the word getting out on the street. But it's wonderful, and it is a proper blog.
0: And they're interoperable. Mm. So, yeah. it, again, it kind of doesn't matter where you are because the stuff can flow back and forth pretty nicely.
1: But um, I'm still a happy customer of micro.blogger, and can sit for, and I've been using it more. That's the other good thing about Twitter going away. I've suddenly become a blogging fiend
0: Oh, you are, yeah. Oh, crazy. A lot of blogs coming out of you. I'm enjoying mm-hmm.
1: it. It's, it's reinvigorated my yeah. love for the blog.
0: You are a web logger. <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, Jason, you've been taking some photos.
0: No, actually, why I added Photography Corner was I wanted to... A, I wanted a bit of an update from you because you have been photographing with your new camera setup and you had, you had spoken previously about how you had your old camera and you were still going to use it. So I was curious if you are, if that actually happened, first of all, Mm -hmm. and where you have found the sort of what pulls you towards one or the other. And then I wanted to bring up the fact that the, um, camera on the iPhone 14 pro, is wild what it's blowing my mind in a way i wasn't expecting having uh. having upgraded from just from the 13 pro and then also i bought a polaroid camera oh. which i'm pointing to right now that no one can see and it has been an absolute blast and i i i bought it just because it was small and i thought it was adorable but I've been using it a little bit and it's just like, it's so fun. And I, it's more fun than I ever would have imagined. So it was just like a lot of photo stuff all at once that I wanted to do a quick check-in. So I'll start with you with your new mirrorless and your old SLR. Are you still using both?
2: Yes. Yes, I am.
0: Okay. And what, what brings you in one direction versus the other?
2: In answer to your question, Jason, uh, yes, I have been using both cameras. I have shifted the majority of my photography, like the one I'm carrying around now is the Olympus OMD EM10 mirrorless. Uh, I love the size and the weight of it. It's fantastic for anyone who didn't hear my initial report about it. It's just a beautiful kind of pocketable camera, at least with the 14 to 42 millimeter kit lens. So I've been using that with the kit lens and a 40, what is it, 40 to 150 millimeter telephoto around the place. And a recent example of when i actually used both cameras at the same time kind of doing a bit of a i suppose wanky wedding photographer shoulder sling kind of situation was actually for work i've started using that olympus camera for certain photography or events at work where required so we had a bit of a community event that i was involved in that had people from the local area and other kind of uh, employees and board members and stuff in town And I thought, you know what, we're actually doing this in a really cool kind of aviation venue. I'm going to try using both cameras at the same time with different lenses. So I used the telephoto on the Olympus and I used my 10 to 18 millimeter wide lens on the Canon so that I could get both up close portrait shots of people in the crowd and up presenting on the stage while using the wide lens to capture the cool kind of museum venue we were in because it was this big open space. And it was a lot of fun uh, alternating, you know, between different settings and lenses to get the shot that I needed. And I think it led to a better kind of overall impression of the event because you can get a better idea of the space. So, yes, I've been using them on and off differently and at the same time. And I've used the Olympus like twice since for other work events. And just this morning, uh, I actually said to you guys, before we started recording, I was doing peach picking with... Uh, Natasha and Mac and some friends of ours, like a 20, 30 minute drive away. And I took the Olympus to that as well. And it was beautiful for capturing the the peach orchard and the lines of apple trees and stuff that were there. So yeah, I'm using it a lot more and a lot more enthusiastically than I have been my phone camera recently. That's still a good thing to keep around by default, but the Olympus is more fun.
0: So we're still big thumbs up on the mirrorless for
2: you. Love it. Yeah. And the Canon is just a great thing to have as an extra option for when I need it.
1: Is there anywhere that we can see any of these photographs? Is there a central source of truth for the Martin photography experience?
2: Uh, Well, the thing that I've been uploading is my dedicated photo area is the resurrected account on glass. So there's that. Um, Some good demos of the Olympus shots there. But um, I can try to rustle up some photos to put in the show notes to give you an idea.
1: Is anybody still using Flickr?
2: Oh, oh, oh. I still have it there. I don't populate it very much, though.
0: No, I closed my Flickr account. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It's the one thing that continues to
1: survive my payment subscription purge. I keep paying for Flickr mm. and I don't really use it except for uploading backups. <laughs> but I, sh- I want to try and get back into Flickr. I still see it as a wonderful home for photography.
2: Yeah, it's kind of hard. I think um, you end up signing up for all these different things to share photos because something like glass, for example, is really nice because you just want to share that image or two, mm. throw it up. It has the metadata there. You can have a caption, kind of like that original idea of Instagram before it was completely ruined. Um, Flickr, on the other hand, it's like, oh, you want to have somewhere to put up more photos and that's really appealing. But then suddenly you don't use it as much because of that kind of hassle or friction of having to upload a bunch of photos and make sure they're all thematically consistent or well presented. And then you've got things like Sunlit for micro.blog, but then as nicely done as that is, it's like, oh, I might just want to use Micro.blog on its own to get the full experience, not just photos. So you end up signing up for everything and not using anything as much as you should. Yeah.
1: I think I've been too precious about my Flickr. Like, I feel like, oh, it needs to be the ultimate archive and it needs to, I can't just upload mm. one random photo because it needs to represent the entire history of me. And mm. I think I get too wound up in that. I should just, I should just chuck random photos on it, like it, as, as if it were a glass or Instagram approach, you know, just. Mm have more fun with it.
0: I feel like I should clarify that Flickr, I love Flickr. I only closed it because I use SmugMug, who owns Flickr. And instead of paying Flickr to just remove ads simply, I would much prefer to pay SmugMug to be able to fully customize and build the whole thing the way I want it to look. So that's why I went the SmugMug route, is that I really wanted the full control and customization of the look and feel of all the pages and the layout. Wow. So if I'm going to pay for one, I'd rather pay for that one than just pay Flickr to have no ads. Yeah. And I get all the and they're owned by. I mean, SmugMug owns both. So you know, either way, I'm paying them, and I, I understand that. But that was why I closed my Flickr account was because I wanted to move everything to this new portal type thing that I wanted to build. So they're both great. I, I think Flickr's phenomenal it's a great community if you want that community aspect of photos you're not going to get that in smug bug like this yeah. is more about pr- presentation than anything
1: it'll be interesting to see a Flickr with all this upheaval in social media with a f- and simply yeah, a tumblr is making a return all the web 2.0 mm-hmm. properties are sort of maybe coming back is Flickr gonna have a big return it might could be fun to watch out for
0: i don't think it would be bad i mean i think the more options we have the better it, it's just, it sucks when we get into that scenario where there's only if you want photos there's one thing, if you want blogging there's one thing, if you want microblogging there's one thing. And now we're finally hopefully at least getting options now cuz everything went to Twitter and Instagram and like that was sort of it. Yeah. So now we're hopefully maybe able to get back to something Speaking else. Speaking of
1: old things making a return.
2: Well, I have a my own Segway. Oh. Let's see who's better actually. Oh my, my better, god, actually. double Segway. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just see Martin and Andrew driving in Segways down the street together. <laughs> I had my own segue, like, boiling away as you were just finishing that sentence. Oh, boil it So, up. let's see whose is better. Andrew, you go first. You start Andrew,
0: segue. Segway A. Segway showdown. <coughs> wow. All right. Segway number one. In this corner, we have Andrew's segue. Go.
1: Speaking of old things making a return, Jason, I understand you have got an old keyboard that might also be making a return.
0: And pause. That was segue one. Flipping the tape, segue B. Play. Martin, go.
2: Jason, Andrew, in all of this talk about Tumblr, Flickr, there's a theme. E's are missing, right? It goes straight from that first syllable to the R. You know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, of course. And that made
2: me think who else was unable to type E's on their keyboard when writing a very, very angry letter about Ned Flanders? It was Homer Simpson. He had a whole letter without E's. He needed a keyboard for that. Jason, you've got a new keyboard. Tell us about it.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Look at this. That was like, that was a Segway showdown. (coughs) And coincidentally, they both went to the same place. I was expecting them to go (laughs) to different places, which was going to help with the decision. So I think the only way to answer, this is like choose your own adventure. So I think if all of the listeners can hit pause and then think about where they want it to go. And then when they hit play again, it will go in the direction that they chose. I think we can do <laughs> that now, right? With modern technology, is that true? Uh, why not? No. Yeah, we can, no, we can, we can do a mastodon poll.
1: Um, there we go. Now, Jason, we'll- you will
0: pick up recording the rest of the show in a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you have to choose a winner, okay? You cannot sit on the fence here.
0: Uh, I would never sit on the fence. It's very uncomfortable. Um, I'm going to go with the segue that leads to talking about my new keyboard. So my new keyboard that is brand new to me is a Apple keyboard. So not straying too far out of the way. Um, but it's an Apple keyboard from 2003. Uh, it is literally called the Apple keyboard, (laughs) so really easy to search for online. Uh, It is, I think, Model A1048, if I remember correctly. It's the big, giant, full keyboard with the clear housing, the giant keys that are real mushy that I think most people would probably hate. I think people will remember it. We'll put a picture. You'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that when it came with, like, the g3 imac or something is it way the one back that way. has
1: a lot of um pl- like a plastic polycarbonate coating yep. or something around fully
0: clear all the way around it's huge it's heavy it has two like usb point two ports on the back that are useless at this point <laughs> f1 through 16 wow that's a lot of effing keys a lot of effing keys on this thing let me tell you It's got a button that's called help. It literally has a button that's labeled help. Have you ever pushed it? I haven't. I'm afraid to push it at this point. (laughs) I'll probably close the Zoom call. (laughs) But let's just pretend that it does something really helpful. Um, It has the CD eject key. Oh, yes. So I have a dedicated key to eject something that doesn't exist on any computer that I have. have. So I've remapped that. You haven't pushed that? Okay. No, I remapped that to be the globe key for emoji. Oh, that's a good use. So... Yeah. So I think it works out, but I just, yeah, I don't know what to do with the help key. I'll figure that out at some point. But I remembered loving this keyboard. I was hoarding these keyboards way back in that time period. And I thought, you know what? I just sold a couple of keyboards to the lovely people in the Hemispheric Views Discord. I keep buying keyboards. I don't like any of them. And then I just have a pile of keyboards in my house. So I thought, does anybody want these? Because they're just sitting in my house doing nothing. They're basically brand new cuz i used them for 10 minutes and a couple of folks in the discord said yeah i'll take it so in the mail they went and now we've got keyboards out of the house people are using them and i've got this thing and so far it's been great i really like it it's exactly how i remember it where when you hit the caps lock key it has the little green light mm-hmm. but if you're anywhere but directly looking down through the hole can't see the green light love that it's a really good feature Uh, And I'm going to attempt to use this for a week or two. And if it sticks, I am then going to get a Touch ID keyboard, rip it apart so that I can make my own little Touch ID button to sit on my desk. Because that is obviously not a feature of a keyboard from 2003. And something that is absolutely critical at this point. So that is my new old keyboard It's awesome to open something that's new in box from 2003 also because the packaging from then to now is insane because now everything is actually just paper, very minimal, super thin, like as small as it can be and as recyclable as it can be. Now it's like, let's wrap this thing in plastic and Foam and like all this extra crap that will never biodegrade <laughs> as long as we live. So that is my new old keyboard from 2003.
1: Jason, I have two questions.
0: Two questions. Question number one. Okay.
1: Do the keys when you push them? Do they do they squish or do they click? Squish.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I I don't think anyone else in the world likes this keyboard, but me
2: probably. No, I like it. I have a couple in the cupboard, just not new. Oh, sweet.
1: My second question. Oh, this actually, this build, yes. this is good. Okay. Actually, now mm. I've got, a, I've, now I'm I've building in a third question, but also adding on a feature question. Okay. So. <laughs> have
0: you listened to this show before? Okay. I think you know the
1: limits. My, 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 my 1.5 question is, what is the connector on it? Is it just a USB? Is it still USB or is it one of those weird A- a two, what are they?
0: No, no, this is this is USB, okay. uh, USB yep. A. Yeah, it's not. I didn't go back so far enough or to whatever the. It was, uh, it's not the ADB yeah, yeah. connector okay. or whatever. No, no, no. It's it's just USB. Okay.
1: Now this my my mm. this is no longer a question because it is now a challenge. This was going to be my second question. Oh. People may mm-hmm. long-term listeners will recall that we once did a typing test. Oh. Where we tested our speed. Mm-hmm. On as we typed Um, a a more recent podcast I was listening to ripped off our idea just incidentally that was actually our idea first Mm. Um, well we did invent we did invent typing tests we did yes so I was going to ask you have you done a typing test on you're Mavis Beacon I am
2: I teach typing yeah jeez sorry continue Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, so I was going to ask you Jason have you given yourself a typing test on this new keyboard and compared it to a more typical keyboard however I have not. Well, that's perfect. Now, Martin, you've just disclosed that you also have this keyboard. Yes. I think what we need you to do is we need you to get out that keyboard, and we need a typing mm. playoff, a type, a type off. off between the two of you, and to see exactly how fast or slow you are on these amazing keyboards from 20 years ago.
0: I'm, I'm open to that. I do need a, I need a few more days slash oh, a week to no, get. No, this is something
1: to look forward to. I'm not saying we do this now. This is, this is like okay. an event. Oh, okay,
0: good. We're going to have the hemisphere okay. views type off. This will be like a Twitch live stream kind of situation.
2: In the next episode. In the next episode, we'll do it live. Live. And we'll do the same thing where, because I think last time we did a live typing tournament and the scores yes. were a bit... Lower than because we were under pressure. Yes. And then yeah. we did one afterwards as the actual again. truth. So we'll do it that yep. way yep. again. How about that? that
1: this is great. Um, I'm happy to participate, but I will, of course, be using my modern, you know, Apple keyboard.
0: Magic keyboard. It's, it's not quite the modern one because it doesn't have the Touch ID. It's just the magic keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. I will use that. I do wish I could take this thing to the bandsaw and chop off everything to the right of like, the return key, because I just don't care about any of that crap over there. I would prefer it to be the the shorter keyboard, but that doesn't exist. So we're making do. I miss a numpad. Hannah's got a Hannah, Hannah's got the
1: full keyboard over there. I I wish
0: I could chop this off with an axe and send it to you because I just I just don't I don't like how far my arm is mousing away way over to the right. That's what I don't like, but. I'm going to make it work and we'll see how it goes other other than that, I really enjoy basically everything about this keyboard. It's just it it really is a joy to type on and if this works out I, and if I get, if I get the touch ID button thing figured out, it's going to be great i'm I'm really excited.
2: would you consider becoming a left-handed mouser hmm. develop your ambidextrous ability? That's crazy talk. You can't do that.
0: So usually I'll I'll do my mouse on my right and I'll do my trackpad on my left. Hmm. Yeah, as
2: nature intended. As nature intended. Okay.
0: So that could work. Yeah, I could see that. So that was my 15-minute segment on a keyboard from 2003 that no one gives any number of shits about.
2: This was prompted by me throwing into the show notes the following question. What is something wrong... ...that you cannot help noting or correcting if you spot it in public or at someone else's place. Now, Andrew threw one in very quickly. I don't think Jason did, and I didn't make one obvious. And Andrew's was the one that I thought maybe would come up. So, Andrew, do you want to explore that first? What is this thing that is wrong? It's very obviously toilet paper.
1: That is the thing that needs to be corrected if it's incorrect. And by incorrect, I mean it's...
0: Wait, 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 wait. I just have to say, <laughs> I am so incredibly excited to hear if you, if you both do this correctly or incorrectly. This could be like the topic for the ages of... This could shut this show down. I'll just say that. Okay. This could end... On episode whatever this is, 72. Based on this single topic. Ooh. So I am on pins and needles over here. All right. Wondering about how this works wow. in both Western and Eastern Australia.
2: Bombshell Andrew does not use toilet paper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's bidet all the way. It's all eucalyptus, baby.
1: <laughs> um, we have to factor in the Coriolis effect. What?
0: Okay, here we go. We're setting up with with prior... Okay, the Coriolis
1: effect. As a a loyal Simpsons watcher, I thought you would know this, Martin.
2: No, no, I know what it is. I'm just wondering why it should affect which way your toilet paper goes. Well, it's all about the rotation. I'm worried now. Go on.
0: I am so nervous. I have never been more... There's been some really, like, nerve-wracking points in this show where I'm like, oh, what are they going to say? This one is... This takes the cake. Okay,
1: so if I go into somebody else's house... And I happen to use the loo. And I see their toilet paper with the roll. It's going over the top. Okay. So. Oh, no. I I look at it and I say, ah, I don't have to do anything. It's perfect.
2: Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) I was really, really, really concerned for a second. Oh, my
0: God. I just had three heart attacks.
2: (laughs) If it's rolled the other way, if it's rolling under, I got to flip that baby around.
0: Oh, thank goodness.
2: (laughs) He really worded it to kill us there. Well done. That was
0: well played. That really hurt me badly. Thank you for that. It
2: sounds like we're all in
1: agreement that the appropriate way for toilet paper to sit is over the top.
0: Over the top.
2: It's not ergonomic if you do it the other way. It's not just a matter of aesthetics. It's actually the wrong way around. You may as well put... Your left shoe on your right foot and vice versa. It's actually just uncomfortable.
0: You might as well throw your shoes into the toilet.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like
1: if you ever gone to one like a public toilet, public restroom, Jason.
0: And yeah, they sometimes have those like the toilet was have that industrial size bog roll. And it's in one of that Wait, so he defines public restroom and toilet, but then says bog roll, as <laughs> though that one is just roll. totally Yeah, you didn't know what a toilet was, but a Bog roll, surely you know Super that
2: politely is. starting, I'm off to the restroom to have a bog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, and they've got the bog roll, but it's
1: you have to get it from the Still from underneath defined. and you have to pull it out. And then it's got that weird tearing mechanism and you've got to kind of tear it. Mm. That is yeah. basically what an under roll dispenser situation is in your home lavatory.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Also, one ply without effective perforation. So who knows what's going on? They just end up with oh, torn you, you bits you of tissue go, everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like airports where there's one ply with no perforation. Mm. Just just mm. one <laughs> continuous like four million <laughs> foot slash ninety thousand meter.
2: You just wall. end up like a mummy by the end of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're like, when is this movie gonna end? My flight is happening. So that's, an,
1: that's a that's that's a prime example of why it's just ergonomically broken. So yes, over. Oh, oh man, so much better.
0: But that's not. That's just one I element
1: am, of this this question. So you know, like
0: I know, but mm. this was the most important question of ever for the entire show. Think how many people are going to hear this, and we'll know when the show goes out because probably half the Discord will leave.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: We'll get. Angry mastodon posts about saying the truth. We'll lose subscribers. We probably will, but it's worth it. One prime, one prime plus
1: is in the toilet because everybody will leave. Yeah, yeah. It's in the Bob game. That's where it is. <laughs> it's in the.
0: Bo- <laughs> oh man, I thought for sure there would be an outlier here, and somebody was going to be flip flopped or something. And there was. This is why like this show has gone
1: for seventy two episodes because on the the important issues we have. Sympatico, you know we are together.
0: There's a lot of controversy on this show, but when the really hard-hitting topics come up, we are aligned. That's good. So what else? What? Mm. So Jason, what what is something Mm. that you can't help
1: to correct when you're in somebody else's home or in public?
0: Um, I didn't. I didn't have a ton of of like really specific things, but for me, just alignment of things in general. Yeah, that was my other point.
1: Yes. Say again.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like if if there's a bunch if there's some things on a coffee table and they're not aligned correctly to my liking, they need to be fixed. If there's a bunch of books on a shelf, let's say, and they're they're in various degrees of pushed backedness, mm. they need to be brought up and 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 flattened out and, and you know presented correctly.
2: Well, on that topic of alignment, here's one yeah. for you that I noticed when I'm out of the supermarket, right? Let's say Woolies or Coles, mm-hmm. yeah. as you would generally visit in Australia. Uh, I don't like it when people leave the shelves messy. Oh,
0: yeah. Or empty, right? Or like you take the front one and then they're, the other one's way in the back and they don't yeah. pull it forward.
2: Yeah. See, to me, I, I've had to resist doing this sometimes, but sometimes like you might- Let's say you're reaching for- I don't know, you're reaching for taco shells, right? And all the other taco shell boxes or neighbouring Mexican paraphernalia have been knocked over. Now, Mm. I don't want to present it beautifully and straighten it for the sake of the shop. Like, oh, they're not going to make the money if it's not presented properly. Like, I don't care about the shop. But what annoys me is that, hmm, if this is obscured or knocked over and people don't see it and they don't tidy it, are people then not buying it and you result in some slight increase in food waste i know that's the most ridiculous thought ever but people don't buy things they don't
0: buy it they don't stock that anymore because they think no one wants it Mm. and now you've lost your favorite taco shells
2: But then the risk of standing there straightening things is that people start to think that you're a staff member. And I don't (laughs) want curly questions about where's the tiger bread? I don't know. Maybe it's sold out. (laughs) That's true.
1: The fronting up thing is something that I I don't usually do it in supermarkets, but when I was a young lad and I worked at Liquorland, um, fronting up, as we would call it, was something very important to the store. Jason's laughing.
0: Liquorland. (laughs) Uh, Go
1: on. Um, And so when people would one of my jobs was to constantly roam the store and make sure everything was fronted up. And I always got a unique weird satisfaction from having long fingers and being able to get two wine bottles at the time and just grab them (laughs) around the neck with my long fingers and front up two to the depth of two with one hand. And I continue to do this to this day as a simple little act of, Unique enjoyment. When I go to the shop, I'll take my my wine bottle that I want from the front, and then I'll just reach and I'll get the two next bottles, and I'll just pull them forward on the shelf. And there's something extremely pleasurable
2: <laughs> about doing that in fingering wine bottles.
0: Oh, it's the best!
2: <laughs>
0: it's helping someone else, and I think there's nothing wrong with that.
2: Can I actually have a whinge about Liqu- Liquorland for a second? Because I don't drink, so I couldn't give two hoots about. The place in general. But they changed, as far as I can tell, their logo recently. And I think it's the greatest mistake. An
1: abomination. It's
2: horrible. So, for anyone who's unfamiliar with land being outside of Australia, right? Two L's. land. Mm-hmm. And the logo, for the longest time, was red and yellow. And you had these two lines, which were kind of like the half silhouettes of wine bottles that made two L's. Now, it's not often that you get a logo or an icon that represents both the lettering And the physical product or the service that they sell. Mm -hmm. Fantastic bit of design. And what have they done? They've reduced it to a word with no iconography whatsoever. So I would like to shout out directly to Coles and anyone who's doing Liquorland marketing and say, Martin Feld, non-drinker, couldn't care less, please fix and revert to your old logo. Really annoyed about it. Mm. And that's like an example of something in public that's pissed me off that I want fixed. I'm go. aging myself
1: and that logo because I was working at Liquorland during the brand transition when they went from their old. Right. Um, it was it was an old sort of basically word word thing back then, just a word, mm. and they went to that that stylized bottles when I was there, and I so I got a brand new T-shirt out of it, and um, so that that was like gosh more than twenty years ago, right? Mm. And it was amazing and we all loved it and it was beautiful and it stood the test of time. And when I've just seen recently them changing that branding, I've been hurt.
2: It's boring. It sucks. And it's also it's weird because if you see most logos that have kind of been flattened or changed in recent years to suit tiny Instagram or social eh. media icons or avatars, they had one hundred percent something before the, like ahead of yeah, their time. It was square. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? It was a perfect shape. You're right. Anyway, Jason, are you like, just what the hell's wrong with these Australians? Going on I'm
0: I'm actually just trying to find the logo right now. I'm trying to I'm understand sure like, what the new one looks like and the old one.
1: I'm sure it's liquorland.com.au.
0: That's what I'm looking at, but they don't even have a logo. It's just it's like, just
2: a broader complaint for the fact that everyone's trying to simplify these days and a brand, regardless of whether you care about them or not, did a perfect example of it yeah. and now they've undone there's it. There's
1: their brand. There's, there's the logo now. If you go to liquorland.com.au, top left, and it says Liquorland.
2: Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's just the white yeah, letters. that's it.
1: And that's it? It's terrible. Boring. Wow, that is... But let's see if we can find the old one. Oh, yeah. If you Google... That is shit. ...Liquorland. Okay. Google DuckDuckGo at Liquorland logo. You'll get a much better... The images that pop up, you'll get a sense of...
0: So, the old one is the two little yellow line thingies with the word after it in yellow? That's it. Hmm. Okay.
2: It's not the world's most unbelievably perfect logo. It just actually communicates... Like if you had that by itself, people know what it is.
0: Yeah, I think the, probably the most annoying part is that they paid somebody, you know, $50,000 to go oh, into Word and type in go. Liquorland in Times New Roman.
1: Yes. Yes. Here we go. Exactly. Like, hang on, I'm putting something yeah. in the chat. Andrew, this is, what have you found? This is the perfect link. And it isn't, it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a Liquorland, it's a Logopedia wiki. And they've, they've basically got the whole timeline. And what I can tell you, I can probably add to, add to this. I can tell you, 1990 was when I started there. <laughs> They've got a 1990 question mark over the liquorland that that Instagram
2: perfect square logo. So that yeah, and then that that was my era. But 2008 to 2013, to me, like if you look in that timeline, mm. that is the refined final perfect version of that logo and i'm so glad that you found this because it makes me feel less weird <laughs> <laughs> talking about this because someone's actually collected all of them and rep- represented the See, history now i'm
1: i'm am i'm a more of a fan of the 1990 question mark which i believe would be 1997 1997 to 2008 that is to me that's perfect not only is it like square and modern perfect for this age but it had, it was the first representation of the the uh, the bottles it also did this thing with Ugh. it went it was it switched into helvetica right but this was perfect for the time because you saw italicized and then bold everywhere on logos that was so of its time Trans Perth in Western Australia continues, I think, to use that to this day. They had a similar transition where Trans was italicised, then Perth was the bold. That was
0: everywhere on logos,
1: mm. and also they used the burgundy, and the burgundy is representative of a wine. Okay, so it's it's refined. It has a refined <laughs> colour palette, just like you would want a refined palette on your for your wine. They moved to 2008 and they went back to this bright red, which I didn't th- go back. They just went to, I don't like it. It's too, it's too
2: cheap. Slight sidestep here. I want to go into a very, very small wine corner with Andrew and hear a little bit more about this. Andrew, can you, can you tell us what's important about tannins? Mm, nothing important about them. They're horrible. They give you a headache the next day.
1: <laughs> you want to avoid them. Tan- tannins. I knew we'd have a thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. I don't know if that's right or not. Actually, I'm, a bit, I'm, a bit, I'm, not a, I'm not a wine expert. Never was.
2: Are you more of a Shiraz or Syrah kind of guy?
1: Syrah. Syrah, Syrah. Okay, Syrah, Syrah. Um, I, I'm actually more a Tempranillo or a Pinot guy myself these days. I prefer the lighter reds. Cabernet's...
2: Oh, I was hoping you were going to say one or the other because they're the same thing. You ruined so, that yeah, anyway. Yeah, sorry.
1: Cabernet's... Uh, got yeah. <laughs> Cabernet's too heavy. Just can't do the heavy reds anymore. Getting too old. But a light Pinot. Beautiful. Jason. Jason's
2: partial to a rosé. Wine corner. Yeah. I'm... Um, um, Pretty much good with all of it. Was that part of... Was that on the rundown? Well, I don't care about alcohol other than liquor land.
1: This website is amazing, by the way. Logopedia.
2: Doesn't have our logo. All right. Well, while Andrew keeps looking at Logopedia, Jason, are there any other things that you try to correct in public?
0: Hmm. Um, the only other thing that came to mind was the little screws in, like, wall plate covers. So, like, you have a light switch mm. or, like, a power uh, powered thing, you know, with the little rectangle plates that go mm-hmm. over them and there's the two little well, here there's the two little screws maybe you you all have different, I don't know. Do you have one screw in the middle or two screws to hold the little plate covers on? They clip on. Okay, so we have look like, generally there's like two little screws that'll hold that on or one in the middle and they're usually flat head screws instead of mm-hmm. Phillips and so I prefer when the little flat of the screw is all facing the same direction which is You like
1: verticality, not horizontal. North-south, not Mm. horizontal. That's the way.
0: Because generally everything else in the plug line or the switch line is vertical. So to have the screws being vertical, everything has a nice solid flow Mm. all the way down from top to bottom. Whereas if they're horizontal, it's like this weird abrupt stop and then some vertical and then a stop and it's just, it's disorienting.
1: Your screws would catch dust over time and then... It would ruin the uh, efficacy of the screw
0: when you try to. Straight through, just straight through, no problem. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have something to bring up, which, sorry, isn't really hardware related or physical. It's something that I've kind of gotten out of the feeling of needing to fix it, but it still mm. does bother me if I see it. And I feel like it's a classic one that some people, at least in the, in the English speaking world, will relate to. And that is people who write on signs without understanding how to effectively or properly use an apostrophe.
0: Oh. Oof. What do you mean write on signs? Like graffiti on signs? Or oh, like sometimes
2: when you see a cafe chalkboard or something out on the oh, street, something that you okay. could actually I and something. I would some or even like a if it's written in pen on a sign, just like something that's stuck up on a window, and I think, do I need to be that guy who carries around a pen or a chalk to fix yes. this? No. And
0: You should always have a Sharpie in your pocket at all times.
2: Mm. Uh, sounds like a Leak risk.
0: Never leave home without a Sharpie.
2: And don't feel bad about it. Look, I know it sounds elitist. No, it sounds correct. It's not elitist at all. I just think, look, no one's perfect. I make typos, or you accidentally, like when writing a message on your phone, you write down the wrong there because you're in a hurry. It happens. But if you're gonna put up signage, particularly I'm gonna question the signage companies. So getting out of handwritten stuff, if you're given a design to make a shop sign on an awning right for example and you can clearly see that there are two or three errors on this thing how can you with a clear and ethical and satisfied mind go and produce this thing take their money and then put it up for it to be wrong for all time i just can't understand how people do that
0: the customer is always right martin
2: that must be it capitalismus Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to put a challenge out to the uh, Hemispherians, particularly those people who are on our Discord, because you know I like to set homework. He does <laughs> in the Show Talk channel. Oh, right, that's where I'm prescribing that <laughs> this happens. Feel the foot. Feel that foot. Yeah. It could go in photos, but I don't want people to, you know, feel the pressure of having to upload a photo if they don't want to. I would love people to share in the Show Talk channel of the Hemispheric Discord certain examples of things that annoy them. Or things that they like to correct in public, and if they want to include a photo, they can do that. Could be anything from the apostrophe thing that we, that we mentioned to light switches, toilet paper, and beyond.
1: And can I say there is a lot of there's a lot of people in our Discord, but there, there are more listeners than there are Discordians. And I would encourage people if you are listening to this show and you think, eh, Discord, not really, not really my thing. It's a bit too. Mm-hmm. Like our Discord isn't like it's not the, it's not the young kids hanging out Discord. Ours is a refined Discord experience, and I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> so give it a try. It's, you know, you test it out. It's pretty easy to set up an account,
2: get going. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's easier than Mastodon.
2: <laughs> well, look, if people want to share it on Mastodon or Twitter or <laughs> Blog, whatever, go for it. But, yeah, Discord's the yeah. the refined hub, as Andrew would put it.
1: Correct. Like a fine Merlot that you would purchase from Liquorland. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Can we
0: talk about the death thing in One Prime Plus for December? Yep. Sure. Cool. Not like now, but just like later.
2: Yeah. That's a great way to end the show, Jason, actually. So for anyone who wants super fun listening on One Prime Plus and wants to sign up <laughs> during this Yellow Friday extravaganza in December, you're going to hear about death. See you there.
0: Do you fear death?
2: <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Skull emoji.
0: <Ooh>. Beep, pop. <laughs> <laughs> boop, <beep>. <laughs>
1: uh.
2: <laughs> do we want to stop there
0: i think so stop
2: stop stop beep.